It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jumbo and Jake Radio, episode number 268. It's September 24th, the 24th day of September. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24th day of September. Jake is dressed for success. Looks like a WWE Roosevelt's character because he's coming from roosevelt's south i am still at the roosevelt's mid-atlantic headquarters and bbd is coming to you from roosevelt's northwest ish area maybe and it's john boy and jake radio i thought that bbd was in on like uh like a 70s theme with you or something and but then it's just a pirate's camo yeah. But if you look at it like briefly in the tiny window down there, it looks like like one of those like like something like Clevenger would wear to the beach, like kind of like mm-hmm. a hippie shawl covering. It works. A little bit, yeah. It's uh it's it was tough to tell. I couldn't tell it's it's a full jersey. I didn't I couldn't tell if it was a I thought maybe it was a jersey and then I saw it was open, so I was like, okay, there's buttons. But yeah, Cole Pirates camo jersey power play. Uh, Wake and Jake officially an outfit pod, and yeah, I wore this for you, Jim. You said to dress for Easter tomorrow, so I put on my my Easter outfit, and here we are. So a little sad you didn't say Happy Easter to me, but that's okay. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna persevere. This is your Easter outfit. Yeah. And it's September 24th, and I was supposed to say Happy Easter. You told me to dress for Easter. I did? Yeah. When? I don't know if this is a joke or not. Yesterday. Did I actually tell you? You're to- talking outfit stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Wow. I think you're pulling my tail here. I'll show me that tail. No. Okay. Sorry. That's my bad. The Jason Alexander situation. That's my bad. I wish, man. That'd be awesome. Would be awesome to be born with a tail. I don't know. Uh, people are mad at us again for something that the Talking Nets account did. Okay. Oh. Can't keep up. What happened with Talking Nets? I don't know, man. I don't know. They had Ruko on. Yeah. Um, that was an exciting day for day. 
they looks like they tweeted out something about the Barclays Center tonight, and then someone quoted said, "What's the issue with in-person voting then?" So I don't know what's happening. Hmm. Well, they're opening all the NBA arenas to to voting, right? That was like part of the yeah part of the deal. I don't know what's happening, but um, I don't know what's going on. Too many headaches. Yeah, that feels like a, at least that's like a politics world headache, I think. Yeah. I think, oh, it looks like people just were at the Barclays Center last night. I'm looking at it now. Because of like all the all the things that happened, we probably don't want to deep dive on right now. I have no idea, but yeah, yeah, seems World like stuff. Seems like too many headaches. Um, twenty twenty, that's the world. I like your outfit today, Jake. You look Thank great. You. Thank you. So those are the glass. Those the, the those aren't the original spring training glasses. Those are the ones you bought on JJR. Yeah, no, these aren't. He's a spring training. You would glasses. know. But My didn't God. you say that you found the spring training glasses? Uh, so there was two pairs, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so I had another because I lost one right at the end of spring training because I and that's obvious. Um, There's like a mini frantic search of the RV, but there was a second pair. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, I haven't had the other one since I think I wore them. Uh, My friend Connor's engagement party uh one of the first like okay the world's kind of getting better days mm -hmm. um so i think one of one of my friends has them but yeah i don't have those and yeah bbd said you would know if i was wearing mine i know i did know but i was confused because you, you told me you found the big fun glasses so what happened was you told me that you found the big fun glasses just put them somewhere and then you you didn't know that she put them there right. when you told me that you tell me, you say big fun glass. I'm thinking spring training ones. I'm then I'm just realizing when I see you today, you were probably talking about these ones. And that's yeah. that out loud. I don't think the spring training ones are that big. Well, they're, they're kind of normal sized. They're big. No, I don't think so. I've got a tiny peanut head. So like compared to those ones, I mean, those are the biggest things in the world. Right. But uh, anyway, that's what happened. I realized, oh, okay. The Jess ones that got put away were those ones, not the spring right. training ones. I'd like you to get the spring training ones again. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm not. I'm not too optimistic. Um, again, I think they were free giveaways from a whiskey company, so I, I think I could pursue that. A a day of pursuit, I could probably make some serious headway on that. But I'm. I don't think I'm ready to look hot again yet. No. No. Trying to see if I have any. You're right. Compared to those, the spring training glasses were not big. Different worlds. Different worlds. I mean, this is just hot. It's beautiful. I mean, that's Dude, like. What happened to you? Look how hot you look. You here. would see that. You would see that. Like if it was an Instagram ad and you wouldn't like flinch. You wouldn't be like, that's not a model. Or like, what? why is this? Like, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah no, that's... The picture of that BBD. I, like, look how hot you were in spring training. I know, Jim. Like, my hair looks 
perfect and like feathered there with the glass. Those, but we do have to admit, you yourself. Oh my God, that was a that was a tight angle. Forgot about that. Um, that's right in there. Uh, we do all admit that those glasses did have a hint of magic to them. Oh, they like hit I, your face. I know I've let myself go a little bit in numerous areas, uh, body composition, hair, um, just general well-being. But, I mean, those glasses had magic tied to them. I know. I tried. I, I, in the RV times, I tried to find out those glasses because they were like I mean, freaking away. In that perfect. last picture you showed, I'm wearing one of Roosevelt's most crazy shirts, which is saying something. And I mean, yeah. I just look like a normal, handsome fellow. Yeah. You need a haircut pretty bad. People, I've heard that, you know. I'm looking at these pictures of you at a spring training, even before the barber cut. When your hair was like. It was incredible. Oh, like we were saying yeah. you needed a haircut then. Yeah. And compared to now. Right. You just Go need on. a haircut. Okay. Just. I mean, you were hot as shit in spring training. It's hot. And we were kind of like, you know, half joking. Like, wow, Jake's a model in spring training. You know, half joke, half you look good. But comparatively speaking, you're hot as shit back then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah man. Tough, man. I, uh, you know, I'm always I'm always body positive. I think I think everyone's body's positive. I'd love to see everyone naked, but um man i you know i i used to laugh because we we went on a couple trips with behind the scenes bill and you know we work these like 16 hour days basically and bill who's like kind of you know he's he's a workout guy he's got a setup at home and he does his thing he'd like casually send these jabs at me and be like hey, jake you know if you worked out a little bit you'd be in shape and i'd be like bill when i'm not working 16 hour days in san diego I normally work like five, work out five days a week. Um, and dude, I mean, I, it really hasn't been a part of my life. I did some push-ups yesterday. And uh, again, like I'm still my chest, like shoulder tricep area from the sneeze incident from the back pull. Yeah. Still not right. Like I think I needed to rehab. And so now it's me and Clev, you know? Yeah. Well, when I get... um out of my apartment in the city to sure. the, Oh, we're looking at this uh, apartment complex. We're going tomorrow to check it out. Okay. In New Jersey, right across the river. So not a crazy amount over the, over. where would you say it's like right across the river there? Yeah. Fairview. Okay. Whoa. Something like that. Fairfield. It's a brand new apartment complex. That's got like a dog run, a gym, you know, all the crazy amenities and not in the city. So, like, I keep telling Katie, like, well, once October's over and the schedule goes back to, like, the, the off-season schedule's pretty normal. I'm up. I sleep, like, routinely at, like, 1030. Yeah. You know, quarantine time. You know, we can maybe start. If the gym is part of the complex, that's easy. I'll go on the treadmill and we'll watch a show and I'll just run. That's the only thing I like doing. Treadmill show. So, we'll see. Katie and I went to see the sunset yesterday. We got a nice pick. Right. Look at that. Nice you look pick. great there. Yeah, I look happy. My mama said, she said, you look good. You look happy. Not as good as your wiki pick, but good. Did they change that? 
Why would you want that changed? It's such, I mean, it's because it's, it's when I got a it's arguably one of the worst pictures. I didn't change it. Taken. Someone changed my fucking Wikipedia picture. And so on, <laughs> on my, when I just Googled you, um, at least on the desktop, it comes up. The main picture is your Twitter, Avi. And then, and then it's the bad picture. And then it's some other ones. Well, because they're probably but. pulling it from Wikipedia. Wikipedia is keeping that picture in existence. The Wikipedia main picture is still that picture. Like, but come at least on. on Google. I'm coming off a root canal. Motherfucker. I mean, you're. Your face tried to eat your face for like a week. Come on. It's kind of unreal. The last time we did this, everyone in the chat, I forget what show it was on. They were like, yeah, I can change it. Anyone can change it. Will someone change it? Yeah. What's going on here? Just so ugly. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, I got a black eye. Yeah. And a giant cheek. But it's not black enough and not big enough cheek to where right. the average person would be like, oh, he probably just had, you know, a crazy dental emergency. Right. That's why he looks like that. They'd just be like, oh, wow. He looks really, he's terrible. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that sucked. Bad Baby, yeah, I bought you a mask. Um, we're going to call it our good luck postseason mask. Uh-oh. Sorry, oh. David. For you to wear during live streams in the postseason. Did not get a Caesar's thumb from me. I'm sorry. Right, cool. Um, looks like this. We're going to be live streaming for a while. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm fine with. <laughs> That's uh, I didn't buy that DVD. It would be yeah. really funny. I mean, uh, I'm... Look, not to volunteer myself for this, but for the joke, I would wear that. I think. Yeah, we might have to, have to might have to buy that. And it's like the bad prediction mask. Like it'd be know. good to have. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I don't we even know have that available and we can. You don't need to make it in every day. But, you know, maybe if there's a if a bad take happens three days later, uh, Etsy has. Okay, no, no, no. They're just giving me like COVID style masks. No, we uh, just an, a wiener hanging where the nose should be. Please and thank you. Yeah, like this. Okay, so I found another one on eBay. I'm going to put it in the chat. I don't know who has um, the link there, but like this one's got a, it's a little, it's a little flaccid wiener. I don't like, I don't like it as much. I like the big hanging off. Yeah. That just looks like real life. <laughs> like a little bit of a longer nose. You want people to know it's a penis. You can't have any confusion. Okay, dick nose, half face mask. This one's good. The one on the screen right now, yeah, that doesn't do anything for me. No, that's the one I sent in eBay. I just sent another one that's a little better. But yeah, I think, you know, we need one of these lying around the office just for when the time's right. Right. You never know. Um, I mean, this one on Amazon. Okay, so I found, I found the one that's on the screen now, Jake, on Amazon. Okay, yeah. I mean, that gets the point across. Yeah, I'd almost like cut out the chin and the mouth 
and it's yeah. so it's just like I'd cut that part off, so it's just the the dick hanging. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that's like the dunce mask in the office. That's what people don't realize is like you've got a good product without the goatee bad teeth thing. There's no reason for the yeah. the mouth to be part of it, this at all. We don't need the frills, the glitz, the glamour of the mouth yeah. and the yeah. mustache. We don't need that. Currently unavailable. Come on. Popular. Jeez. Yeah, I'm starting to think COVID messed up so much stuff. We can't even find joke masks that easily anymore. Yeah. Sucks. God damn it. All right. Anything else before we get into the sports? I don't think so. Okay. Someone just someone changed my Wikipedia. Dude, on morning show. Yes. The town today is a uh, was fancy horse or fancy. Yeah, fancy horse, I think. Kentucky. Okay. Fancy something. Um fancy farm. And they're in Fancy Farm. They have this uh, famous picnic. Political people come talk to the crowd. All this stuff. And Anthony linked a YouTube video. So I'd never seen the YouTube video. Anthony linked it. Uh, describing the farm. And dude, it's just this Kentucky guy. It's like uh, Senator Bird. He just said one word. I lost it. Um She's like, why do, you know, in the age of internet and you can get your voice across to so many people, why do politicians still come to Fancy Farm Picnic? And he just goes, tradition. <laughs> and I lost it. And I have it on the soundboard now. Okay. Because it cracked me up. Tradition. <laughs> just such a thick accent. <laughs> Straightforward. Tradition. Tradition. <laughs> like, you had a question. I had, I had an answer. Yeah. And it's as simple as this. The chat, they were all in the morning chat. They're like spelling it how he says it. And that makes me laugh even more. <laughs> Kentucky accents are wild. Just marble mouth. Like that dude has a mouthful of marble. Tradition. Like Kentucky. Good times yeah. there. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited about that night. That new sound drop. It reminded me of Senator Bird. Bob Barrick. Bob Barrick. Let that word resound. Senator Bird was another world. He's awesome. Let's go to the sports. Too loud. I apologize. Holy moly sports, Jim. How about a couple... Baseball sad news injuries. Padres lose Clev bicep tendonitis. David Cohn was talking about that on the Yankees broadcast. Sounds like a straight up bad time. Tough break. Reeser, our friend, Reese Hoskins, uh, likely done for the year. That's uh, another tough break for a playoff team. Uh, John, your Heat and Tyler Hero had a big night. Kentucky, how about that? Full circle. Uh, Justin Herbert is going to continue to start for the Chargers because Tyra Taylor had his lung punctured by the team doctor. That was one of the more wild tweets you'll see. 
And Jim, this was kind of breaking from baseball this morning. Steve Cohen says if he's approved to become the Mets owner, which he pretty much is, he's going to give the president of baseball ops job to Sandy Alderson, who had that job and kind of had the Mets position well before his health stuff. Um, I mean, pretty crazy. And again, I, I think in just an overarching theme, baseball is hot on the streets, Jimmy. Your guy Bauer goes off. Um, some good games, some crazy results, sports, sports, sports. Sports, sports, sports. Big time. Are Mets fans happy about Sandy? I think generally, um, because again, like this Mets team, you know, 2015, they went to the World Series, 2016, whatever year it was. Um, you know, they had this pitching core and kind of, you know, built up the Mets pretty nicely. Um, and this was all with the Wilpons kind of tying one hand behind Sandy Alderson's back. So I think generally they're pretty excited. I, I think. You know, there's some of the bad fans out there that are like, why are we bringing this dude back? What did he do? But then the replies to those tweets are like, well, this guy was a punching bag for the Wilpons and he like couldn't go and get free agents and stuff. So um, I think generally happy, but there also should be that Mets fear factor that like this can't really work, right? Like, you know, this just seems like a Mets storyline that, if another team did this, you'd be kind of interested, but like, does this end with Sandy Alderson holding a world series trophy? I don't know. Um, probably not. And if, if, if you're the Mets, I think you're half excited and half scared. That's kind of being a Mets fan. Where like Mets fans have the ability to brainwash themselves. I don't know. Like, I get genuine, genuinely shocked. KFC. Big Mets fan from Barstool. As negative as they come. Like, just a negative guy. Like, he hates everything. It's kind of his thing. He's, like, bragging about how Steve Cohen's going to be fantastic. And the Mets are going to be like great now because uncle Steve's going to buy everything. And I was genuinely shocked that he got himself to a positive place about something that hasn't even happened yet. That's a good, like for being the most negative person ever. Somehow he still got himself to a positive place about something that holds no promise. Well, I think you know, the like ownership I think the ownership thing is still different on this because I mean the going from the Wilpons who literally got schemed out of their money to Steve Cohen, who I think is gonna be one of the richest MLB owners, right? He's like richer than the next three combined or something like that. Right. So I mean, you know, I think you can connect the dots there why you'd be excited going from like mm, it's a great cheap move. guys. It's a cheap great guys. move. Yeah. It's gonna be mu much better for the Mets. But Mets fans set themselves up for failure because they're bragging about like how this is going to be like, like don't brag about it yet. Like 
come on, like quietly be like, yeah, this is great. It's great. They're excited. You got to be excited. That's what confuses me. Okay. I don't think Mets fans should ever be excited mm. until they're excited. Out with the bad, you know? Yeah. Like, they live in this weird world. It's a very weird thing. It's a very, psychoanalyzed Mets fan. Very weird. Very weird. Well, in the and other so negative thing, because they know everything goes wrong. And then there were Mets fans that still thought like, hey, if the Mets win nine out of the next 12, they'll be in the postseason. Like, why, why would you possibly ever think that they could do that? They every it feels like the end of the last couple years they go on this kind of Metsy run. Like, weren't they technically the first team out of the playoffs last year, something like that? Um, and right now, I think the team that's doing it in the American League is the Angels. The Angels are gonna finish with like an okay record slash a couple games below 500, but be like, oh, if this season was a week longer, I think we would have been in it. Um, and that's kind of what the Mets fans do. And yeah, I, and uh, the other thing that I do think is a factor here was the original deal was supposed to be like a five-year phase-out plan. Now Cohen's just going to straight up own the team like this offseason, right? Oh, really? The phase-out changed? I, I believe there's no phase-out. Cool. Like the so like think, the Will Ponds still have some like like literal ownership of the team. They have like a five percent stake or something. Yeah, yeah. But like Cohen is in charge, or gonna be. So I think that's the other thing. It went from this like terrible collapse, like it was gonna happen. It was this five year phase out, and everyone likes that sounds terrible. So you're basically just gonna be atrocious for five years and not have real hope. To then the whole thing fell apart. To now they're getting Cohen this offseason. So it's it's an exciting time for Mets fans. They're going to celebrate this. It's much better than staying with Wilpon. Much better. Crazy. Literally got schemed out of their money. But I'd, I'd, I'd be much more like, I'll believe it when I see it. But they don't. They don't. Yeah. Do, It'll don't. be interesting, man, because they could they could do it right. Again, this free agency should be an absolute mess because I think half the teams aren't going to be paying big. So if Cohen comes in with new money, I mean, he could make a nice little splash, but yeah, you gotta, can't got to spend the right money. Angels have played the spend a lot of money game. Just signed Trevor Bauer to a one-year deal. Not as easy as Yankee haters make it out to be. One-year deal, 40 mil. Yeah. Yankees suck, by the way. Just so many deflating games. I mean, such bad baseball too, too, last too night. Many. And Four too many. And too many. Didn't I say I needed them to win seven out of ten against Toronto and then I'd be confident going to the playoffs, and now that's impossible? Maybe. I'd be very surprised if this Yankee team makes it out of the DS. They just don't bring it every night. I, the light switch attitude that they have, it just doesn't work. And getting guys healthy ten days before the playoffs, it's just it's not a recipe for day in day out. We're going to bring our a game. Um, and the, they're just the so other, inconsistent. They have all the talent, like going in the next year. I love the squad of guys, bring them all back, but the, we got to get healthy. The other thing I'd feel to your argument, Jim would just be the home and away thing. I mean, pretty bizarre. And, um, you know, Buffalo has kind of been a house of horrors to a degree and not to make excuses, but it is a, triple a park like they were doing <laughs> highway construction right next to the funny. batter eye last night that there has to be this weird like what the fuck are we doing in buffalo that's not an excuse 
But also, the Yankees are about 90% not going to get home field in that first round now. So, I mean, it's you can very easily see the world where it's like, oh, we're going to Chicago, we're going to Minnesota, and we're done. Like, it's a three-game oh. series. Um, I, I still well, Actually, do- I, I like them in a three-game series because I do believe that Cole will pitch angry and Tanaka, you know, I like playoff Tanaka. I'm, I don't, they don't have me not believing that. I do like them in the first three game set. I don't see them getting out of the DS. Yeah. And it all, I mean, it's all going to come down to like, who's lined up. There's going to be some weird stuff this year. I, I don't know. The, the three gamer makes, makes me nervous. And I, I, I just think the other thing that's kind of keeping me sane is I, I could see every other team having this exact same conversation, you know, like I could see, you know, if we were Cleveland Indians fans were saying like, what, what if the team beat Bieber game one? Like, you know, you, you still have other guys, but that's your guy. So I don't know. I I, I think this whole postseason is going to be bizarre. Um, Well, I mean, it is bizarre because now the Phillies are out. Now the (laughs) Brewers are out. San Francisco is back in. Cincinnati drops to the eighth seed, but they're like right behind St. Louis for the second seed. Yeah. The NL. NL. Yeah. The NL is crazy. And dude, Jim, the, the fish, I mean, the Marlins have been in the entire year. They're a Yankees homestand away from basically being out. Um, and now the Philly, the Phillies could be out or they could be the sixth seed uh, pretty easily. Uh, same with the Marlins. And then the the other thing that I will say this is exciting slash scary for both teams. Milwaukee and St. Louis are playing five. Uh, they start tonight, doubleheader tomorrow. So, like, that's kind of cool because that basically is a playoff series. Whichever team wins three, you're in. Um, and, dude, I know uh, Bauer's antics are pretty bizarre. The, the, the yelling, the bad McGregor walk. Um, well, he, none of it comes off natural. That's the only thing. Right. And his, his like, dude, did you see the pitch he struck uh, Vogel back out on after he screamed? Yeah. What the fuck? Dude, his pitching, his, his pitching should be speaking way louder than his antics because his antics come off very forced. Like, I like Bauer. I think he's good for the game. His it comes off so unnatural to me. Like that scream and stare at Vogelback very much felt like, dude, that's that doesn't seem to be like who you actually are. You just think this is uh, what you should. I don't know. It just comes off very unnatural to me. I don't hate it, but yeah. I just I don't love it either. I just kind of go, oh, that doesn't fit. I know what you're I mean, saying. Bad McGregor walk like this while staring at. It was like as nerdy as it gets. Like, dude, you just did something so badass, and then you. You're like, it's it, it just not natural, but his stuff and but and his stuff and his confidence and them asking him, do you think you're the leader of the Cy Young and him saying, I don't see how you could see it any other way. I like that. I like. Yeah, that. that's like, yeah. It's, and he's got like, you know, data and facts to back up his statements. I actually, I love someone asked him his requirements. Like, what do you look at for Cy Young and what he said? I actually really like it was I, I don't think innings pitched. Or ERA, it should be your average innings pitch per game. I've been screaming that forever. Um, I like all these like ERA and and total innings pitch. Like, no, tell me how many innings do you average on a game? Because that's what people care about. So 
I don't know. I just said a lot of things. Yeah. And I, I think the main point is everything's analytical, Jim. I mean, that's how the guy operates, even with his celebrations. Like you see him almost be like, oh, I think people will like if I scream uh, after I strike them out at the opposition. People oh, scream, yeah, I should do that. McGregor like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I should do the McGregor walk again. Again, that's a thing. Um, it's not even his thing, but. Um, uh, Jim, the storyline, I mean, the Reds fighting for the playoffs, he goes three days rest, which apparently he's been fighting for all year because he says his body operates better on three days rest. And Jim, you've probably heard me give this speech just 10 times this year because it's one of my favorite things to bring up when CC Sabathia went to Milwaukee and pitched every three days and was a monster. It's, it's one of my like favorite sporting accomplishments. And Bauer's kind of doing that. He just did it, and he's lined up if they need him for the last day of the season. He's willing to pitch, or if they do have a playoff spot, they'll save him for game one. So uh, what he's doing baseball-wise is absolutely incredible, and talk about a fun free agency to track. That is going to be nuts. Get him on the Mets. It's perfect. It's literally perfect. One year. Oh, he, only wants one, he only wants one-year deal, so we'll one see. One-year, 40 mil. If we sign the check, Cohen. Um, I'm trying to look at who the Marlins are going to pitch against the Yankees, which doesn't seem necessary for this show. Um, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. For me to drink my own yarn. If you're the Marlins, you got to be a little scared. Um, just because the Yankees will be trying to hit, like they still got to work out that three games without a homer. So the Yankees will be trying to hit. Uh, Yankees fans need to stop calling it the death lineup and all this nonsense. It hasn't done shit. Like I'm same thing with the Mets. Like let's do it before we brag about it. And Yankees fans are going in reverse order. Anytime Twitter's like, this is the death lineup. They just fucking stink. You got to cut that shit out. Okay. The full lineup hasn't ever like, like Robbie Ray was breezing through him with ease yesterday. Yeah. And again, it's like, it's kind of tricky because it was very Robbie Ray. He what walked four and then he struck out a bunch and got through four innings. Yeah. Like, but I mean, in the first couple innings, it was like slider. Did you here. see the Robbie Ray strikeout numbers? He's a, he's a bizarre dude, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's all the elite, elite strikeout pitchers. And then Robbie Ray strikes you out or he walks you. Uh, it looks like they're going to get Sixto and Pablo, the Yankees. I think Sixto pitched yesterday. He got knocked around a little bit. Oh, baseball reference hasn't updated. Yeah, he did. So then yesterday's the 23rd. Yesterday's the 23rd. Fifth. Yesterday's Wednesday. So he's not going to pitch Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So maybe they won't get Sixto then. It wouldn't line up. No, yeah, you don't no. think they'd use their young guy in short rest, but he's unless they just do a bullpen day where he comes out of the pen and, and throws like his, I think his shines worn off a little bit his last couple starts. Cool. Um what uh Jim, did you did you see this about Tyrod Taylor getting his lung punched? Yeah, punctured? he punctured the lung, which then cracked his rib. So um, the rib was cracked and they were trying to give him a cortisone shot and they went past it and he punctured the lung. 
I don't know anything about the medical world. Like, uh, you know, you read this headline and you're like, holy shit, like that's terrible how this happened. I don't know if the doctor community would be like, well, that's a common instance. Right. If the, if the rib is really cracked, it's a risky procedure. They knew that going in and this, I don't, they could come out back with that. I don't know sure. the, the ins and outs, but that the headline, like you're out because the doctor messed up is bad, but I don't know. I don't know enough. Like, yeah. You know, I think I, I'd assume with how widespread this has been and I haven't seen, like, I feel like that argument would be out there by now. Um, but yeah, either way, not great. Isn't it not Tyrod too? Tyrod. Tyrod. Yeah. I think a lot Pat McAfee said it's a known risk of the shot. That That's my guess that when, you know, that when you would do this shot, it's like, hey, this is the risk. And like maybe it's not the doctor's fault. It's just the way the body is. And I don't know. That's sure, my guess. We think, otherwise, we... it's like malpractice. Like otherwise, this is like that right. doctor should be fined or sued. Um, I definitely I definitely think there's a shot. I mean, I I haven't heard of this, I don't think ever. Um, so I'd I'd wonder what that percentage chance is. Like, I mean, even if it's if it's one out of a hundred. You know, you'd like to think the one wouldn't be the team doctor for the San Diego Chargers, but you know, at the same time, is it eighty twenty? No idea, but um, tough, tough break. I uh, okay. I went to Pat McAfee's Twitter to see if he tweeted it out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just AJ Hawk like smoking a cigar while doing a podcast. And it's like, what is that? I don't know. I mean, you could take clips of us doing different things and you'd probably have the same reaction. It's every clip. Every clip. He's got a cigar in his mouth. Like he's, he's a cigar guy. Then Columbo new reference. I can drop. Cause I started watching. Yeah. Colum- look at you. Columbo uh, guy. Columbo. So too. Spielberg. Uh, did you know he uh, directed that? Uh, yeah, I did. I told you. I didn't watch episode um, two yet. Well, I just told you. So, I I feel great today. Did you know that? I'm kind of the other way. I think that's where the glasses are playing too. I tried my beer theory again. Uh, because dude, <sighs> really having a really having a lot of trouble waking up. It takes me like an hour, hour and a half to get up some mornings. Um, and I'm not liking that at all. So I had my beer yesterday, and I woke up like immediately. It was mm-hmm. awesome. I gained an extra hour on my day today. Had a beer last night. Could barely wake up like an hour and a half. Just like rolling around. It's not good. No, it stinks, man. I was really tired yesterday and they said that the recovery from COVID comes in waves Mm. and you'll have days where you're exhausted again. And yesterday was our biggest day. We did all six shows. Yeah. And all that. So I was, but I also felt sick because I think I'm eating like shit because I had like Jersey Mike's for lunch, pizza for dinner, right. and then cake for my parents' anniversary. So I was like, I was telling Katie, I was like, I'm sick, but I, I think I'm just like stomach sick. Like I don't, like right. I just feel awful, but I think it's because I treated my body terrible. So we'll see how I last today because we do have a, a late night tonight. Late night. But we got a big gap in the middle where I can yeah. nap or I can go for a walk. Probably cat nap walk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to make a ton of breakdowns because I'm behind on those. And we only have three games left. Yeah. Three days left to do this than the postseason. Postseason, baby. Um. All right. 
uh, Steve Cohen, Justin Hebert, Reese Hoskins is done. Clev's done. Max Freed. It's not terrible news. I think he's going to be. Uh, no, alive. it was his ankle and, you know, Ploof texted us, but we also get suspect of that because it's like his buddy. But uh, no, you would have liked it. Like they, uh, they, they had like a Braves train in, in the dugout go and talk to Freed. It was Snicker. And you see him like giving the manager speech and then Freddie Freeman goes over after and they're all clearly giving the very same speech like, dude, I bet you're fine, but this game doesn't matter at all if, and we need you for game one. So Freed, Freed should be good. As a Braves fan, you should still be terrified. But um, yeah, yeah, I think health-wise it's an ankle and he should be good. Uh, dude, Trevor already made his picks for the homer draft today. Hmm. Pretty crazy yesterday. I don't know how many people will listen to JJR and also the talking baseball game show, but we make Homer draft picks and we're all tied at 25. And there was a 10 minute stretch yesterday where our guys homered in a row, like Harper hit a Homer. So Trev took the lead, then Votto homered for Jake. So then Jake was back tied for first and then Rizzo homered for me. It was like a 10-minute window yeah. where three of our guys homered, and then Harper homered again, so Trev's in the lead right now. But uh, that was wild, huh? No, it was uh, that that was pretty pretty funny. It, it really was like a 10-minute period. Um, and I was laughing because I, I, uh, like I was getting settled in. I was clicking around on the phone, and I was like, let me check the Reds game. Did Votto hit yet? Because Harper just homered. So I was like, oh, did Votto go up yet? And he was coming up. So I was like, let me get in there. And he had been 0 for against the Pirates this season. And I was like, ah, believe in do, baby. And then he got one. And then uh, Rizzo had an 0 2 pitch. I know. Trevor Williams, the only run of the game. Solo homer, 0 2 pitch to Rizzo. Um, ain't that it? So yeah, gonna be, uh, gonna be crazy. Trev. The new favorite. Yeah, I know. He's got Harper rolling over. And he already made his picks today. So, halftime. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, shit, BBD. I have it. Don't worry. I'm pulling it up. Here we go. On your mark. Get set. Today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings with week two. Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week three, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right. You can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? And don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all of you MMA fans the same great offer to use this weekend's UFC's 253. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week three, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code JOHNBOY during sign-up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jake, who's your team that you'd put a bet on? 
Oh my god. There's a huge one this uh I think I think next Monday night football is uh your Chiefs versus your Ravens, Jim. That's uh everyone's gonna be freaking out about that all weekend. Um you want me to give the people a winner? Yeah, but also someone in the chat said John Boy is a McAfee hater, question mark, and no. I cigar hater turned off by the idea of unironically smoking a cigar during a one hour podcast. Cigar life. Um, let's do a Michael James Clark says that he misses me reading the ad to a random person in the office. And I do miss that. That is a fun gimmick. When we get back to the office, I, I might make that my thing. Hey, Bill, thank you. Bill, come here real quick. Yes, Bill. Uh, Falcons. Yeah. Bill's on a vacation this week. Yeah. Hope he's having fun. I think so. Yeah. BBD, did you get the timestamp done? I buffered to give you time. I appreciate it. I I think I got it a while ago because I decided the ad was over. Okay. Um, as far as candies today... We just got to talk about it. Let's let's discuss M&Ms. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were going to go to uh, the candy cigarettes because I was talking about cigars. And No, I almost went there. Or I'm, I almost went with a different one that had like a direct tie to something we discussed, but I didn't because then I remembered I didn't do that story, so it wouldn't even tie in. Regular M&Ms. Just M&Ms. We can talk about their their disgusting cousins and they're not disgusting cousins okay all forms all right so i think jake and i have a similar opinion here maybe our most aligned like not mount rushmore candy like uh, you're gonna get a lot of people with saying the same thing about reese's but jimmy and i for peanut butter m&ms or not peanut butter excuse me peanut butter peanut m&ms Yes. Jake and I, regular M&Ms, nothing for me. The only time I'll eat that is if you're at someone's house and there's like a bowl of M&Ms. If and you're you buying the bag of regular brown if, M&Ms, yeah. don't talk to me. Yeah, that's worse than unironically smoking a cigar during content because you think it looks cool. Don't buy a regular bag of M&Ms just to eat them. That's so weird. Peanut M&Ms, the yellow, that's as gold standard as it comes to like, I don't want any frills right now. I just want a candy that will also fill me up enough to where I don't want any more candy after I finish the one candy. Peanut m and yellow bag. Fantastic. It's a legitimate snack. It's a yes, legitimate it's snack. You candy. can't say that about a lot of candies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't. When you say no frills, I I'm gonna fight you on that a little bit. I mean, we we got a decent sized peanut covered in chocolate. Lot. To me, color. To me, peanut M and M's yellow bag is the Morton Salt of candy. Like it's just manly. Get the job. It's like the Ron Swanson of candy. Like I'm gonna fill Ooh. you up and give you great taste, and you're gonna be satisfied, and that's it. That's tough. I mean, I, I, 
I understand what you're trying to say, but I, I mean, to say a, a chocolate candy has no frills, I, I, I don't There's, know. But comparative to other candies, like I like peanut butter M&Ms, but that's a frill. Mm. Yeah. That's I, like crack. I mean, technically, the, the peanut is a frill in and of, of itself. Like what we're saying, going from M&Ms to peanut M&Ms, the peanut M&M is a frill of sorts. Okay, you're hung up on the frill. It's got frills, but it's a hard hat candy. Frills the kills, baby. Gets the job done. Big time. Cool. Used to used to bang out a, a peanut M&M's and a was it Nas? No. Um there was one of my classes every semester I had a class I fell asleep in. So one of the one of these classes had a vending machine right outside. So I was like, I'd always try to find a way to nip it in the butt. I think I'd go peanut M&Ms and an energy drink and uh, still would fall asleep. It was insane. It was insane. Like should have doctors would have been like pretty impressed. That's a pretty good combo there. You get like a, like a college oh, combo. Uh, you get like a, a Red Bull or a monster and peanut M&Ms. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a total power play sugar rush. But not for that sociology class. Oh, I went through a big payday phase, but that's not today. And it shouldn't probably even be a day. But I went through a payday phase, which was pretty gross. That's fine. Payday phase is a lot. I can can assure you payday will not be a day. Okay. Thank you. So if you need to discuss your payday takes, get it out now. Regular M&Ms. Someone says, you know, in the chat, like mix them with cashews because they all agree that they're missing something like they're a trail mix candy. They're, you yeah. put them in something else, but to to buy a the brown M and M bag of just right, like that's a you can't. Hell, I mean they're, they've gotten one upped by the minis. I'd rather have mini M and M's than regular sized M and M's. And I mean a, an M M&M and M McFlurry slaps. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. I mean maybe maybe that's what we're missing, Jim. Maybe we're out here looking for a bunch of Lebrons. Tyler Heroes, Kevin Durant, when we should be looking at the M&M as the best assist candy. I mean, M&Ms could go with almost anything. And its coaching tree is really good. Right? Yeah. It's technically, peanut M&M is an well, offshoot. Let's talk of about M&M. it a little bit. Where are you at with the peanut butter M&M? Special occasion. Like, if I yeah. buy that for myself... It's almost they're gone in two minutes because they're so good. And then I say, okay, I can't get another one of those for like three months. I think I make myself sick after the peanut butter M&Ms. I would do that. So when I worked before, you know, I went full time with John Boy Media, the job I had, you know, I'd always go get lunch. And and then if I was it, it was like a treat myself, like, hmm, how long has it been since I bought myself? peanut m&ms and if it was over like three months you know i'd be like let's do it and then i'd crush them on the one minute drive back just like grow so and be like okay i cannot have those those are like a treat they're like a a treat you feel you don't feel great after crushing a bag of peanut butter m&ms they're so really good they're so good the peanut m&ms you don't feel bad at all after which is great and maybe this is a hot take, but know who I have above the peanut butter M&M? Pretzel. The pretzel. Yeah. The pretzel M&M. 
That's got, got M and M. You know that can slap. It's a consistency thing. Yeah. What? Is how? What? All the variety? Let's see. I'm on the website now. Ooh, yeah. The caramel. I don't know if I've had that. That's oh, caramel. Had had not good. Had them once. I really disliked it. Not good. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good news. Yeah. Uh, not good. If you want caramel and chocolate, there's so many better ways. Ooh, that's a to great get point. It. There's so many better, like, you know what I mean? Like it's been done for years. Now the right. crispy M&M is really just pretzel with less flavor. You're getting kind of crispy the same M&M. consistency, but you don't get the pretzel flavor. Dark chocolate, not good. Oh, you know which ones are really bad? I They have like a Nutella, like a hazelnut. Mm. Um, and I tried that once and it was not good. It was like bizarrely bad. The mint... If you want mint and chocolate, that's been mastered a hundred times over. Yeah, that's why it's so surprising that their peanut is so good because peanut and chocolate has been mastered. Reese's has the market, yet somehow M M&M and M found they slipped in, and they found a way to do it really Reese's well. Reese's has the peanut market. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yeah. See, I think you can I don't argue think... that the Reese's pieces are the same as a peanut, no. butter, but they're not. I think peanut, peanut butter M&M's peanut butter. Sugar, but peanut butter M&M's are so much better than Reese's pieces and they shouldn't be. That's my whole thing. Uh, see, I think I disagree with you there. I think I'd rather go re- RP's. Oh no. The peanut butter M&M is like, it's like 10 times better than Reese's pieces. It's an opinion. Yeah. It shouldn't be. They should have cornered the market. But Eminem got in there. Anything else? We good? Good job, David. I had some minis recently. My brother had like a big bag of candy in his room that he or that he left behind because uh, he couldn't bring all of it to college. And uh, one of them was just a big ass bag of the of the Eminem minis, and they are they are good. Something about them, it's different than the normal Eminems. Now, Ranker.com, you know, they literally just crowdsource votes and everyone votes it up and down. And we're looking at 2,000 votes here. And M&M minis are the highest on Ranker.com of all the M&M varieties. I'm telling you, the the mini M&Ms hit a soft spot of sorts. I remember when they came out in those original little tubes. I mean, it was revolutionary. It was game-changing. Um, and when you do tie that to the McFlurry, I mean, you've got powerful reach. That's McDanks. Yeah. Now, then they have <clears throat> M&M's pretzel as the number two. I was, I'm telling you, M&M pretzel is getting overlooked, and I don't really know why. I think M&M pretzel can give M&M peanut almost a run for its money, but for I don't know if it's marketing reasons. Um, I don't know if it was just first hot to trot. Um, I mean, peanut M&M gets the commercials. Peanut M&M is more mainstream. In well, the world, peanuts and M&Ms are pretty loosely tied. Um, the the ranker voting here loses me pretty quickly to the point right. where I don't consider it uh, an actual list anymore. Sure. Um, you know, regular M&Ms are in third. And I get that some people are going to vote them because they right, think it's the OG. But then they go crispy for and then caramel five. And I'm telling you, the caramel M&Ms just suck. Right. And then they have M&Ms peanut six. That's way too low. Feels like a miss. 
and then and then they go peanut butter seven, which I do understand because a lot of people aren't into peanut butter, and the M and M's peanut butter it's are a very lot of peanut, peanut, peanut butter. A lot of peanut too butter. Too much, yeah. But if you're into peanut butter, they just absolutely nail. It. Then they have mint eight and dark chocolate nine. I think a lot of people are into peanut butter that also think it's a little too much. It's the best. Um, I mean, and then there's a bunch of weird flavors down at the end. Wild cherry. Yeah. M&M's bear all just no coating. Is that what the M&M's bear all whatever we're over? I'm choosing to pretend I didn't hear about the existence of those two. Yeah. Items. Oh, there's more. I mean, there's more on that list. That's just really raspberry, no, almond, no, strawberry, butter. No, oh, dude, have you ever had the strawberry? I had the strawberry once. I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. I think I remember you having the strawberry, mm-hmm. which is freaking me out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I guess right. that's where that information would go. I'm going to pop a pimple on my chin. Okay. I'll, you can hear me, right? You're, yeah. you got ears. Why would you start there? I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. MTA board to formally. No, start over, Jimmy. MTA board to formally ban pooping in subways and buses. No longer will you be able to poop on a subway or bus. A man from Illinois has kept Richard Nixon's unfinished sandwich for 60 years. What does that put us at? 1960? So it'd be six. Yeah, 60. Nice. Uh, traffic police, a traffic police officer who ran a cult and claimed to be the reincarnation of Jesus arrived in uh, was arrested in Russia. NASA finds parts of another asteroid on asteroid Bennu. The New York town of Swastika, Swastika votes to keep its name. China's new richest person is a bottled water tycoon. I do love just the fact that bottled water became such a huge thing. You know, you go back in time to tell your parents and when they were kids, my parents, 1970, they're 10 years old. People are going to bottle water and get rich. And they probably would have been like, what are you talking about? I already have it. It's in my house. I get it for free. No one is going to pay to go buy this in bottles. (laughs) There's a there's a really good uh, it's one of Jim Gaffigan's uh, early standups that kind of got him famous. But he's he's talking in like his kind of kind of like uh, just blinders on Midwestern voice. And he's like bottled water. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, you're not allowed to poop on the subway or bus anymore officially. Uh, What's that mean? You know? Uh, That you're not supposed to do this should go without saying, but MTA bosses believe they need a rule explicitly banning defecating on the subway. The new rule is on the agenda for the MTA meeting Wednesday. The rule will ban defecating on the city subways, buses, and transit facilities. 
Transit rules previously mandated $100 fines for strap hangers who mm. create a nuisance hazard or unsanitary condition, including but not limiting to spitting or urinating. Uh, creating an unsanitary condition surely includes pooping, but MTA officials think they have to be more specific. Transit workers have for decades griped about destitute strap hangers soiling train cars. I mean, a strap hanger a slang, or is that an official term for someone who stands on a moving vehicle not familiar i, I i'm guessing that's <clears throat> slang for someone who hangs out on a train or a bus like without any destination so they just think that it need like the rule cannot be like inferred that it includes shitting right. they need you can't poop to be like the actual right there for everyone to see. I wonder if this is an actual win for MTA workers if they're like yes we finally got it passed because they've probably been seeing people shit and been like hey you can't shit here and then the shitter is like I don't see it written down anywhere that I can't shit on a subway they're like actually you know it's inferred in rule number 1B which says no lewd whatever and they're like at that point the guys are shit so poops out how about this guy that has a sandwich of uh, Richard Nixon? I'll be honest with you, Jim. Coming in blind, I love it. You do? I do. I just think this, you know, there's some old, I'm assuming this is an old man in Illinois who was like, I I love Richard Nixon. I, I respect the president of the United States, and I, I've got half his ham sandwich. You know, loves telling everybody he's met for the past 60 years. I have the president's half-eaten sandwich. And, I, you know, there's got to be to- stories attached to it, right? Like, you know, oh, you remember... It was on Johnny Carson with the, with the sandwich. You remember in, you know, 73 when the power went out for a week? Yeah, that was a nightmare. You know, that was my hell. Guess what kind of sandwich it was? Uh, ham sandwich. Cheese. Did you see that in the chat and then guess it? Or, no. Or you and Derek Dombrowski in the chat said that at the same exact time. You said ham and cheese, probably. Well, I said ham sandwich a, a minute ago before as well, so I figured I'd just keep rolling with that. Buffalo chicken sandwich. Ooh, interesting. From 1960. Slaps. He was on Johnny Carson. In his family's freezer in Illinois for 28 years, and by golly, he brought it here tonight. <laughs> you welcome, Steve. Jack- Back to this momentous day in history, and find out why a, a grown person would do something like this. Well, I wasn't grown. Yeah. That's right. You were much younger, weren't right. you? Uh, how did how this? Where were you? And uh, what was going on? And uh, why did you decide to do this? And- okay, it was uh, September 22nd, 1960. Uh-huh. My hometown, Sullivan, Illinois, population 3,900. Um, they mm-hmm. already had a couple of uh, buffalo barbecues, and they want to do an annual thing. Mm-hmm. Well, for this pol- particular political day, they invited and he accepted Mr. Nixon, who was vice president at the time, uh, to give a speech of uh, 30 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And around around that was this buffalo uh, barbecue gala event. Uh-huh. So um, <laughs> I was a Boy Scout, 14 year old Boy Scout at uh-huh. the time. So. Uh, Boring. I hope not. Yeah. Well, it's defrosted. What do you know? What are you going to do? Refreeze it. 
Well, it is in a in a bag, mm -hmm. and I don't. So think it's in a glass jar. The teeth wrench, probably. <laughs> right here. It's very small. Almost looks like a mouse in a jar. Cool. Yeah. Something cool. Good. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, it makes sense, but I also partially don't like that he got it at age fourteen. Like that just that definitely means from the ages of like fourteen to thirty, he had days where he like struggled internally and was like, "Should I get rid of this damn sandwich?" Um, you know what? Why do I keep this sandwich with me? So I don't like that. And the the most obvious thing that I I will now use as a labeling term is that he would list his town's population. Yeah, thirty nine hundred. Yeah, uh, I'm from this town. Population thirty nine hundred. It's like, oh, wow! No one's almost ever cared about that. What's the population that you once you you can list it as? Probably under a thousand. I think. I think so too. Yeah, I was gonna say under a thousand. There's so many small towns in America that, you know, if you have twenty five hundred. You probably, you may think that's something, but there's so also many. doesn't also doesn't matter anymore because the internet exists. Yeah, in six in nineteen sixty, it didn't. Right. So that was cool for them. I and know what he should have went with? I'd assume his high school, because then you take it to your high school and you normally go graduating class. So you'd say, you know, small town graduating class, fifty eight students, and that's your like that's an okay number to list. I mean, I did a town on morning the other day. Ah, oh, shit. I forget what it was. That, you know, the graduating class had to be like 20 people. Yeah. But they had a football team. Yeah. I couldn't figure it out. I was trying to do research. Like, how does, how the hell do you have a football team? There's some crazy stories about out there about Texas high schools and stuff that figure out a way. Um, I think my mom and dad's graduating high school classes are both like under 75. Waterloo, Alabama. Ooh, Waterloo. That was, that was the name of it. It's crazy. Um, this dude in Russia said he's Jesus reincarnated, and Smart. I don't care about that. I don't want to give him any attention. Went for it's, not it. even, it's not even cool. Uh, the town of Swastika, New York, has voted to keep its name. How'd that so, happen? Let me see this. So it's literally swastika, huh? Yeah, they say it was named after the Sanskrit word and not the hate symbol associated with the Nazis. You know, it was like, you know, there's buildings in San Francisco that have swastikas all over them because it wasn't, before it was associated with the Nazis, it's just kind of like a old ancient thing. Yeah, I don't know. Times change, I think, and... You can change to swastika in New York. It was originally named in the 1800s based off the Sanskrit word meaning well-being. So well, I understand. Rename, rename the town to well-being. Yeah, that's cool. They voted against it. You know, we're not going to give Hitler that power, they said. Yeah. The term swastika is derived from the Sanskrit word svastika. <laughs> Just changed one letter from W to V. Swastika to svastika. 
Uh, means good fortune. So Those Nazis ruined it for us. Well, yeah. Yeah. Change the town to good fortune. I got options for you. Good fortune or well-being. Those are good good town. Open names. up a goddamn spa. Do it. There's a spa in well-being New York. Come on. Are you saying well-being or well-beans? Yes. Okay. Uh, Chinese new richest person is the water bottle guy. You want to talk about that? A town in Denver changed themselves from Swastika Acres to Old Cherry Hills. Look at that. They can do it. What's this water bo bottle guy? Um, Yeah, water bottle. I don't know. The link won't work for me. Oh, rich guy. Yeah, sure. I bet they're slinging a lot of water bottles in China. Mm-hmm. Bottled crazy. water, man. Stop drinking out of bottled water, everyone. It's bad for the earth. Bottled water. 58.7 billion. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Better of the day. It's the better of the day. Better of the day. Better of the day. It just loaded. Bet of the day, bet of the day. It is the bet of the day. And yesterday, Jakey, Jakey did not make a mistake. He. he oh, I did not make a mistake. -y. Hello. You're back. Okay, Jakey, Jakey did not make a mistake. He said that the Mets would lose to the Rays. The Rays beat the Mets. He's correct. I agreed with him. Fantastic job, Jake. You're two and two on the week. You're three and three in your last three, as am I. We're rolling. We're rocking. We're rolling. We have not had a three for three week since May 19th. Well, you haven't had a three for three January, February, March, April since May 19th, 20th, and 21st, which was the very first week JJR returned to the airwaves in the year 2020. Now, I only went two for three this week. Have I had a three for three week? I haven't had a three for three weeks since we started season two, if that's what we're going to call it, the 2020 year. So we're going for history here. There's a lot on the line. Let's do it. 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 What do you got, Jake? Jim, do you like free money? I'm into it. You like winning? Yeah. That's called free money. Jim. Where's the good free money soundbite I had? I heard you were giving away free money. I heard you were um, giving us free money. There it is. Sewage Joe. Uh, Jim, uh, this just seems like so much of a layup, and I'm not sure if you're going to hate it or love it because the underdog's on top. I'm going to shine me till my heart stops. Jim, it's Yankees-Blue Jays. The oh, over-under is nine and a half. 
and I'm taking the over. It's Monty versus Ryu. The Yankees hit Ryu real well, and they need a bounce-back game. Everyone in this series seemingly scores 10-plus runs on a given day. Monty stunk lately. The over-under's nine and a half. Did you see his press conference? I'm taking the over. Monty or Ryu? Monty. His last after his last start yesterday, I think this morning. Oh, no, the bullpen was... press conference. My stuff will tick up in the bullpen. Is that what he said? I didn't know. Yeah. They asked him if you wanted a playoff start. He said, yes, my numbers are, my numbers are worse than how I've pitched. And I'm going to use this one last start to prove that I should get a start in the playoffs. Well, you know that's not a good Gumby mentality. Gumby's best mentality is blank sheet. Like if you're just staring at the sky. Yeah. And the over hit yesterday, right? Yeah, easily. The Blue Jays put up 14. I think in five of the six games in Buffalo or whatever it is, one of the teams has scored double-digit runs. Like the Yankees got a little yelled at last night. They get Ryu, who they've been good against his past two starts against them. Monty stunk. It's the over. I I mean, I, clearly, I agree with you. I think it's going to be yeah. the over. I do get worried that you you went Yankees on such a big day, right? In the betting, you know, we're on a roll here. Seems like you're spitting at the gods a tiny bit. But I'm glad you didn't choose Yankees to win. Because I was really worried that's what you were going to do. And I wouldn't have been able to agree with you. Like one of these teams will score Eight. probably nine runs. Yeah. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's classic ironic under, for, you know, Monty and Ryu deal. And Just Ryu then. Best. But. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys very much for hanging out with us on John Jake Radio this morning. We appreciate you. If you're looking for more distractions, the Talking Baseball pregame show will be live in around half an hour. We will be detailing the baseball coming your way. It is a wild, wild time in the NL. It's crazy. See you guys in a couple minutes. Join us. See you then. Goodbye.